0: Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D with Dawn Day podcast. And I am your host, Dawn Day. Here to get you excited about your life so that you can live life on purpose and for a purpose. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Vitamin D, it's a pun off my name. My name is Dawn and you get vitamin D from the sun. So I'm here to shed light into your life. And I do this with inspirational insights and conversations with celebrities and everyday people like you and me. Because if you want to be better and you want to do better, then you're going to have to be able to see better. So join me on this journey of living our best lives and understanding and realizing how you are your greatest asset. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited. If you didn't know, we are are recording because we're on. And oh my gosh, I don't have the FCC down my back. So, girl, we can talk and have a real conversation. Because you was like, I want to say some extra, extra stuff. But um, I'm like, let's just keep it real. Mm -hmm. So, first and foremost, this is Vitamin D with Dawn Day. You may have heard me make mention. Big T, you Okay. Okay, I was like, I hope I ain't coming in hot. You know, I'm an Aries, so I was like, oh. Um, Anyway, (laughs) I'm back to you. (laughs) Uh, So, vitamin D, let me just tell you real quick. It started underneath the comforter in New York. Uh, But it's a pun of my name, essentially. You get vitamin D for the sun, so I'm here to shed light into your life. Mm -hmm. It started off using lyrics of popular music. Because, you know, my thing has always been to inspire and to motivate people. Hence, I got life tatted in my mouth. I know that's But it ain't gangster like you, though, because you all saw it. Oh my gosh. I would even love to hear this story. This is okay. just art. It's like Yeah, I have cameras.
2: a lot of art on my body. A lot of
1: art. Mind you, I got three and thought I'm the most gangster. <laughs> you know, <laughs> bye, bye. Ah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, starting with that. And I would use the lyrics of popular music because I was like, yo. I want to motivate and inspire people but I don't want to come just like a motivational speaker or like you go to CEOs and it's like you can't connect similar to the work you do you got other people with this diversity equity inclusion Mm. but are you on the streets Mm. knowing what the people need because you're constantly telling people but are you communicating with people so um, I said well let me go away where people can't where people are let me reach them Everybody loves music. So you might hear a track, back that ass up. And that's about standing in your integrity. Mm -hmm. You might, you know, get a C and she talking about being titanium. That means you're bulletproof. Nothing can penetrate you. Yes. You know, so anyway, uh, here we are now. I love that you have this platform. It's needed. It's needed.
2: Mm -hmm. It's needed because real conversations are needed.
1: Real conversations.
2: And we're not able to have those. I have a lot of platforms, but I'm not able to, you know, speak my mind in its entirety.
1: Why, you feel that way?
2: I do. I feel like... Yeah, I feel like it's on the editing floor. You know that. Okay, I well, can say what I want to say, but I feel like it's going to be on the editing floor because I don't feel like people think it's important to leave that in there. I don't feel like it's intentional. I feel like they maybe don't think that that's important. They've heard it before, but they haven't heard it the way I've said it. You know what I mean?
1: I hear you. And you know what? That's even how I feel over at KJLH. Yeah, family. I host uh, Front Page of KJLH. Uh But... I always say make room Yes Like you can't tell me How my life experience Whether produced my trauma Or reaction Correct. from trauma Correct. Or just how I live my life Like Correct. who are you to say What my truth is Other than me Absolutely I am the truth I am the way Absolutely I am the light Absolutely Can I shine Absolutely Catch it while it's high <laughs> Absolutely I bet you wondering You said Dawn You just got on here And you just talking Who is this Well this is the one And only Shirley Reigns Yes yeah, yeah. Shirley, you ain't know Because you fine to have these headphones on But that was a round of applause Oh, was it? Okay? Honey, the crowd went up <laughs> I went up and did a shimmy Oh, <laughs> uh, but this is Shirley Raines And all I can think of That Kirk Franklin ch- uh, track Rain down on me Rain down on me Oh, but you know But in the same essence Just like how God Rains down blessings You are raining down Blessings to people I, I don't want to say who are homeless, who are experiencing homelessness, who are experiencing encampment. Why do you want to say that? Because, you know, I spoke with somebody. I'm on the metro myself uh-huh. right now and even biking uh-huh. and running, running into, running across, coming uh-huh. in contact. Uh-huh. And this gentleman, I tried. I was like, oh, are you homeless, homeless? He said, no, I'm an encampment. Okay. And he used, he viewed it as that was based on, I guess, this one individual uh-huh. viewed it as a way of, um I guess it was like a a judgment or a a slander. And I said, "Okay, I receive you because it wasn't for him. Uh It wasn't. uh, I want to say a condition and not his state of being or essence. Uh Uh, But does it mean the same thing? Perhaps. But I wanted to make room to say, "Okay, encampment.
2: Yeah, I feel like and I hear that a lot and I don't feel like it has anything to do with the word. So I you don't think, it think it's ha-
1: like an identity people refer to as mm-hmm. homelessness? It's like, that's how you identify.
2: No, no, you know what? Versus your condition is homelessness. I feel like, I feel like when we're arguing about a word, to put a, I feel like the, the argument of trying to find a proper word for an ugly situation should not even be. That's like saying she was violated. She was taken advantage of. No, she was raped. And let's mm-hmm. not try to find a pretty word for an ugly situation. So my whole argument is this. Why are we worried about what we call them when how we're treating them is this way? It doesn't
1: Okay, hold well, on. They say. don't know. Wait, Shirley, they gotta know who you are. Oh, okay. I'm talking Glory. <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> We're coming in hot. Coming in <laughs> hot. Okay, so I got Shirley Raines. Uh Shirley Rains is founder and executive director of Beauty to the Streets, a nonprofit organization that aims to serve the homeless by providing necessities alongside the things that make us feel inherently human. A hot shower. A hearty meal, the hope inducing feeling of looking in the mirror and loving what you see. Rains and her nonprofit, Beauty to the Streets, has been a stronghold on Los Angeles Skid Row since 2017, providing food, clothing, and hair and makeup services weekly to hundreds of people. As of now, her organization has focused their efforts in Long Beach. Currently, they are partnered with Cal State Long Beach, helping them stock their food pantry and is also working to get a food truck on campus a few times a week to support unhoused students. Uh, vitamin D family, you be- you better, you better send them radio waves. <laughs> <laughs> and, and welcome Miss Shirley Williams. <laughs> Okay. Hey. Okay. So now we we started.
2: Okay. Thank you, Vitamin D family, for having me, and thank you, Dawn.
1: Oh, Dawn, like the break of day, you gotta <laughs> catch it while it's high. Okay, guys. Okay, so I told you about Shirley. Shirley and I, um, we actually met. Um, oh my gosh, and I shared with bits and pieces with you all about me being on front page. But she, we met on front page, and I had her come in because. I saw this woman out on social media passing off food. I said, Perdue Savani, who is this? <laughs> and then, now since the, the interview on KJLH 102.3, owned by the legendary Living Treasure, Detroit's own Stevie Wonder, uh, you were on stage with Lizzo? Hold up, sis. <laughs> I don't even want to jump to the next thing. Girl,
2: you outside. Listen, that was a secret that I had to hold on to for a couple of months. So
1: you was in my face at KJLH? Girl, you listen, knew you was going to be on the stage I with... I
2: couldn't tell. N-T-B-T. Listen, um, that was an amazing honor. What was
1: that about? Tell
2: me, tell me, tell me You know, me that more. was Lizzo um, accepting the People Choice Award, the PCAs, and... You know, she's a really sweet person. Lizzo has worked with us before, though. That's not my first time meeting Lizzo. Lizzo has actually had us come to her house and pick up clothing. Fallback,
1: sis. Yeah. How did you get in contact with Lizzo?
2: Lizzo actually reached out to me. She did a post about us one time. And um, I was thinking I was working in Skid Row and all of a sudden my phone just would not stop vibrating. And I was like, where is all this coming from? And I went to TikTok and Lizzo had actually did a post about me and shared. And she encouraged people to donate to us, um, a Black Run nonprofit. And I got tens of thousands of boxes of donations. Lizzo what? donated money, and it just was a whirlwind. I thanked her, and that was the end of it. And later, we had a need for plus size clothing, and Lizzo was cleaning out her closets, so she hit us up and said, "Hey, you know, come to my house and pick up the clothing." So they put every single thing on a hanger and gave us all serious? of her clothing, girl, everything stuff I had seen her on TikTok. with I'm I, like, "Oh, well, I love Lizzo that you, you
1: you It's something. It stood out to me because I've donated. What? You said on a hanger. Mm-hmm. Usually when I think of people are donating clothes, they are throwing it throwing it in the bag. Yes, ma'am. Bunching it in a bag. We usually get them You like said that.
2: she hung it on a hanger. First time we ever got donations on a hanger. Okay, go ahead. That's all I want. Yeah, right. she put every single item on a hanger and um, didn't have us go to her assistant's house or anything, had us pull up to her house. Because she said, I'm a real person. A real person. So we'd already connected, and I think, during the DMs, and she said, you know, you're welcome. And so um, when this honor came up for her, she wanted to shed light on some people who she felt shed like light. deserved the spotlight. 17 amazing people. You know, I got to meet uh, Brianna Taylor's mom. Tamika was there. And we, we I mean, she's amazing. This is at the house or when you guys were on stage. This is at the, um, at the on stage. Tamika was what? part of the 17. See, I only saw clips. Yeah, Tamika was there. Brianna's, she's a am- girl, this queen is so strong. We had, girl one she's hilarious like, girl I spend my days where she's hilarious girl all 17 were amazing yeah but Tamika was there and I it was just amazing meeting her it was such an honor just to be in the presence of all these women and I don't you know I don't feel like it's hard for me to receive those things because like I said I'm just following instructions there's literally a book that tells you you're supposed to help people you know I didn't make this up I didn't create it you know what I'm saying And so um, it's hard to receive that. But when you sit in a room with people like that and you hear stories and you get to be on stages like that, I think it just uh, reaffirms, you know, that you're on the right track.
1: Because they say birds of a feather flock together. And if you see fruits blossoming upon you that means you are on the right block you know it takes somebody that thinks that they're less than to get jealous of someone else mm. just because god is blessing somebody next to you, you don't you got it. enough sense to say god is in the neighborhood you better say you it. in the right room you at the s- right time you say don't it. let your ego get you that part they say right the, there the, the, the fastest way the best thing you need to have on your way to your ego is some knee pads Th- that part right because you're falling on your knees that part. but y'all don't hear me though that part so the fact that you are amongst all these great women yeah what does that say about you
2: You know what? I am a very grounded person. It's very hard for me to receive and take compliments, especially for this work. One thing me and Tamika talked about a lot, one thing I feel like is I'm not, one of these things is not like the other. Like I have, you know, 7 million followers. I'm considered an influencer, but I couldn't even influence my baby daddy to marry me, girl. I'm not an influencer.
1: That was so real. And you coming in and I want to explore, but we got to go here. I'm an activist.
2: Thank you for Wow. I'm an activist. And so it's hard to be in those spaces and receive that because I feel like a lot of times it's the messenger who gets the praise while the message gets pushed to the back. And I always have mm. said, pay attention gotcha. to the message and not the messenger. That's why when people fought me for my habits, I'm like, you shouldn't be looking at what I'm doing behind the scenes in Come my on. life. Pay attention to my message. I love somebody. My, my, my roots are per- firmly planted. You know, our, our fruit is good. You know, you could tell a tree by its fruits. I was telling big T this on a, in the car ride home. I mean, up here, you know, and when people seem to look at me and judge me because I don't fit this image of what they think. Come on. um, someone like me who does the work I'm doing is supposed to fit. Then it's like, okay, you know, then they have a problem with it. But no, my fruit is good, which means my roots are in good soil. You know what I'm saying? And then again, I keep saying, don't pay attention to me. I'm the messenger. The message is completely different. So you keep talking about this message. What's the impact? Of, what have you
1: seen with the impact of your message? What is your message doing, Miss Rains?
2: I hope my message no, is No, we ain't people. hoping. We <laughs> have to affirm
1: to speak what it is, not what it ain't, what it could be, what it is. Well,
2: from what I see in my DMs on social media, it is helping people to move in their own community, you know, and shed a light on homelessness and shed a light on the people who are experiencing homelessness, what they're going through. It's humanizing people. You know, people were so, I think it's, when they come in and found our nonprofit, we provide choices. You know, choices. you want your hair done. We don't put food in the bag. I don't have to eat it. Just because you're homeless, just because you don't have four wall structures, doesn't mean you should eat meat if you're a vegetarian. It doesn't mean you should eat sugar if you're diabetic. It doesn't mean your 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 standards change just because your circumstances change. So they have a right to keep those same standards without those circumstances. But people think that they don't. Catch it. Sometimes they think they negate those. But why? But why? We've and, all been And what you're short. referring
1: to is your organization correct. entitled Beauty to, to the, the streets. streets. Correct. When did you start this organization again?
2: Gosh, I think it was like around 2016 or something. 20, like, I said 17, 16, but about yeah, 2016, 17. 17. Sex, been in the 17, Correct. And I just started wow. going out. It wasn't really an organization. I was going out with another nonprofit, Polly's Project, in the back streets of Los Angeles. And well, I was, so Where is the back streets of LA? Um, behind Skid Row, there's some... So Skid Row is a 55-block radius where there encompasses um, like about 8,000 homeless people in that 55-block radius. Mm-hmm. And it's a really dangerous place. So you got some people who are vets, you got LGBTQ, trans community, people who... Don't want to stay in that population, so they kind of hold on. Wait, to- you said dangerous. Why don't you want to drive by? Oh, girl, yeah. Was it there? Oh, yeah, girl.
1: <laughs> you, you, you said dangerous, but that's
2: that's that's. That, but that's not my girl that's life. I'm from Compton. Wait, what happened? You're doing good work down there. Somebody tried to shoot you. You know what? It's
1: just it's the streets. You know. No. What do clear. you mean by that? Like I've never I haven't been in a drive by. So when you you're you lit. What does that mean? Like you're talking to somebody and then somebody came
2: spraying bullets. Yeah, basically we're walking down the street and something happened and you know gunfire arose and we were just on, on the block and serving at that time and of course it's you were serving yes you were doing the work yes and are you sure how do you know that you were the target we weren't I don't think we were we just were in the wrong place wrong time that could have
1: been somebody's baby it it could have been and that's what mother that was trying to get from this abusive
2: relationship or perhaps somebody that fell into some depression it could and that sounds dangerous but let me let me let me say this I've been doing this work for seven years that's the first time how many shootings have you heard about at a school Come on Or at the bank Talking Or at Walmart Catching Or at Costco Who ready to Or talk? on the buses huh? Or at people's homes Yo There's more shootings In those places in Skid Row So while this sounds dangerous And it looks violent And I think it's, it looks mm. more It looks worse than it is Because you got that this That environment Nadia. That image I've been painted Yes And then you got this Non-profit serving And these good people The and dramatics and this The dramatics And they, they of it all- adding on to it <gasps> Yeah <gasps> But it's the same dramatics Of what and happens Behind the closed doors That we don't see The same dramatics this so is what happens in the church and every place else we go. So this is why I want people to see it's happening everywhere. You know, am I scared of Skid Row? I'm more scared of to walk into a Costco because I don't know who's upset that day. So you still go down to Skid Row serving? We do not. Why? We do not. It, is it based on the shooting or? It is protection for my team. I have to, I have. to. It's not just me. I have to consider. We are a nonprofit. We have a full team now. And you okay. know, I have a full team and I have a family and I've grown a lot. You know, and the spirit will move you when you need to move. And sometimes you just have to accept that there's there's a there's a closing to every opening. Catch it. You know, and, and I feel like it was a time to move on. And look at we've got the colleges now, we've got good fruit going on. So sometimes breaks are needed. I love Skid Row dearly. Okay. I've loved the men in my life dearly, but they've been very dangerous for me and I've had to leave them. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you, love means you got to leave some dangerous things.
1: I say sometimes the greatest form of love is letting go. Letting and I learned go. that with my mom's transition. But hold on. You talked about the back streets of L.A. Give it to me. You said that that now you're on the back streets of L.A. working, which is behind.
2: Yeah, behind Skid Row, where some of the elderly are. And Paulie's Project, he, he goes back there and he feeds and brings clothing and all those things. Paulie's Project. Paulie's Project. Yes, it's a nonprofit that's been in Skid Row for a very in Los Angeles for a very long time. So I came up under Pauly's project and um, the women in the trans community and everybody began to compliment me on my hair, my makeup, my earrings. And I think my third time out with him, I'm like, do you guys want these things? Because it sounded like they were hinting. They were like, yeah, if you could. So I brought makeup. The next time I came, I had sample makeup. I had a lot and I brought some hair colors I I wasn't using. And then the next Sunday I went out with Paul. They hadn't they didn't have the makeup on or their hair wasn't done. I'm like, Do you didn't like it? They're like, Well, we didn't have a mirror, we don't have water. I'm like, Oh, well, let me bring some water. So I went to uh Target and I bought a fold-up chair and I bought an igloo container and I bought some red solo cups and I began to just boil water at home and I would drag it with me and I would wash their hair in chairs and I would wow. take um I would take grocery bags, like trash bags, and tie them around as smocks and i was slowing him down a little bit cuz he was like okay i'm ready to go to next block and feed i'm like hey maybe i'll come out here on a day when you don't come like on a saturday he was like oh that would be good and they started calling me the makeup lady and young kids used to come and try to get makeup from me in the back street really? the- i'm like where are y'all all at they're like well, we in skid row i'm like well let me go over there and take care of y'all and so that's how i ended up in skid row and that's how i ended up doing my own thing and then i took to social media i'm like oh look y'all i need more help like everybody want makeup in here and i don't have no money and I took to social media. I'm like, well, maybe I should, like, make my name something that I do. I'm like, I'm going to change my name to Beauty to the Street. And I did that. And I was just doing my thing. And then I think I was turning 50. And this lady hit me in my DM. She's like, hey, I have a birthday present for you. You said what? What? Jesus, (laughs) Jesus, <laughs> scare me! Oh my God, I was on a roll. You a bum, bum, bum. tried it. It is you what she tried. No, you tried. It is what she tried. You
1: said you, t- you were turning fifty. I'm about to be fifty-five on the 29th You's a of this damn month. Lie. My birthday is December 29 You's a damn lie. Nineteen sixty-seven. <laughs> Listen, listen! No, 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 ma'am! No, 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 no! It's very rare that you can get me like this. You want to know? Because numbers speak to me. I see numbers. See, I didn't have to read it because your energy, your vibrance, is so vulnerable that it's not like, Ooh let me guess. But, yo, what? You're still sitting. You're holding. Yeah.
2: To God be the glory. You can be T. I need to readjust my life.
1: First of all, I told you she come in here with some emeralds, I mean, luscious like a gem (laughs) or hair the lashes are whispering to dreams that only angels could speak oh, come on now Queen. okay and mm-hmm. then it radiates this golden eyeshadow that kisses with the orange almost like the sun so if you need it to get light you just look into her oh eyes God bless you. Jen with jewels on her nose oh and her God. lips oh my gosh you want to dip and then she gives it with
2: the hoop girl don't make me come was- sit on your lap now you better stop Listen, all this now don't put me in a box I, I ain't had girl no love in the wild don't make me come sit on your lap now girl I'm starting to get some feelings <laughs> now you better stop you better pull Please, back what
1: in the world surely i know pe- no listen i do not have to give yeah. it this life there's nothing like i this was a genuine reaction <laughs> yeah i'll be 55 mm-hmm. okay can we get back to the story dawn i'm
2: glad you asked <laughs> okay so this lady dm'd you you're she's yeah. like I'm turning 50 and she says, I would like to gift you a nonprofit status. I've been following you and I think you're going to do some good work one day. And I didn't turn down anything free. And I'm like, okay, she was a lawyer. So Dana Cisneros, she remains my lawyer today. Oh my and she gifted me my nonprofit status. And with that, she gave me her accountant for a year. She said, me and my husband are going to pay for you to have our accountant what? for a full year. Yeah, she's like, I think you're going to need this. I think you're doing great work. Um, and I was like, okay. And I kind of just put it in the closet, put it to the side. And then one day I got a call from Good Morning America and they were like, <laughs> you need to be a 501c3, are you? I'm like, oh, wow, that lady gave me that paper. I, think, I said, I think I am. And things just shot off from there. And I'm like, let me contact that lady. I'm like, hey, you remember that paper you gave me? And then she became a really good friend and she's my lawyer for life and Larry is still my accountant.
1: Wow! Look yeah. at your Everything gift is will make them.
2: room for you. Yes, ma'am.
1: You understand that, and it's like it's no secret. Your gift isn't giving. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Real quick, somebody is listening. They're like, "Oh my gosh! What are they talking about? What does she look like? What's your social media?" So somebody can take a peek. Why they sitting in? Beauty.
2: The word beauty. The number two. The and street spelled with a z on the end. Beauty to the streets on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Beauty to Streets on Twitter because they don't have enough characters over there. Oh, is that what it was? Yes, child. But beauty listen, to but the they streets, can't hold us back. They really can't. Okay, is there a website or <laughs> anything? <laughs> yeah, Beauty to the okay. Check it out. Yes, you gotta go catch check it. Check it out, y'all. See what we do out there.
1: So, along with Beauty to the Streets, you got something called Foodie to the Streets. Foodie is that the same? What, what's that?
2: It's our food truck. So we were gifted a food truck. Um, we were gifted a um, a grant. And this grant came from a um, a person who wants to remain anonymous, okay. remain anonymous. Oh my gosh, <laughs> tongue tied. remain anonymous. And um, they gave us a, a hundred thousand dollars. But here's the thing, and I really like that they didn't want to give us cash. They wanted to give us something that was sustainable. Mm. And you know, and I'd always wanted a food truck because I felt like I wanted to be able to go feed whenever we could feed, self sufficient and self sustaining. And that's what we did with it. So we got Foodie to the Streets, Rick on my team. I got some manifestors on my team. Who's Rick? Rick, is my, Rick and Sydney have been with me for the longest on my team. And probably five years ago, Rick said, I told him I wanted a food truck. He said, if we ever get it, we got to name it Foodie to the Streets. The minute we got it, he looked at me and said, you got to give it to me. I said, it's yours. It's oh. done. It's done. So Rick named that truck five years ago. Real talk. And when we actually, I'm like, I can't believe it. I told you. I told you. I knew we would always get one. And we called it footy to the streets.
1: Wow! Yeah. i don't, i don't be up here getting visions like two fish and five loaves. This, Listen, this is how you're just how you just create. I got some manifestors
2: just... on my team. How
1: did you get this team? They just saw you doing social work? media. Yeah,
2: social media is powerful. Yeah, girl. I mean I've had some. It, it's been a transition and a, a tough time finding the right people. But you know, God will always do that little sifter and make sure the the right people remain. Mm. Like when you soak your beans. And in if you
1: ever wonder, God. people wonder how you know God. You got to experience God to know God. Things are un unexplainable. Yeah. And and the fact that you have a testament just says that you had a story. And half the time we we got a testament that's because we've been tested.
2: I've been tested to the extreme. You know, I think a lot of times and that's why I think I have the following I have. I know I have the following I have because Cause
1: confidence and knowing.
2: Um, yeah. And my and my story doesn't like what I have doesn't come from a great place. When people are like, I want to be just like you. i am be careful what you wish for.
1: What do you mean by you that? You know,
2: I, I would like for people to say, do the things that I do. Don't say you want to be like me. You know, what I mean, because the way I got here is not the way you think I got here. I got here through trauma. I got here through pain. I got here through brokenness. You know what I mean? This wasn't like a lifelong dream to do some work like this. This is taking all of my broken pieces and finding a home for them. Mm -hmm. And that home happened to be beauty to the streets and the work that I do. So this all comes from a broken place, but that's okay because it allows me to do the work that I do. But it's important to share that story because I think a lot of people are like, I can't wait to get myself together so I can do the work that you do. Who said I'm together? I mean, I'm I'm doing the best I can, but I don't want to create this false image like you see on social media of, you know, people with millions of followers and blue check marks and, you know, going out doing great things and it coming from great places because it makes the people feel like who the, who are struggling, that they can't do great things. And I have panic and anxiety disorder. I buried a child. But every day I, I live with that. I, I deal with... You, you know, said you buried or buried? Buried a child. That's how my nonprofit started. I mean, that's how... My pain started. Well, what do you mean by that? What happened? Um, I it was when I was um I was married when I was younger, in my twenties, and um just stupidly gave up my housing for my husband, traveled with him. He went AWOL from the Marines. You know, I ended up pregnant with my daughter and I had my my firstborn son. He was his stepfather. And he was, you know, five days to his third birthday, and we were just running around with this with my husband. I made or choices and gave up my housing. Essentially was homeless myself. Oh, Living so you've a, experienced that. Yes, home. but not sleep. Well, yeah, I didn't like sleep on the streets physically because I kept walking. But I that's still the, homeless, yeah. in a
1: car or at your cousin's couch. No, I mean, or, I literally yeah. walked
2: the streets all night with my baby's covered in, in a stroller. Like I was, you know, that life for me. So my, my, my passion for this was, you know, being in hotels and not having a place for my little boy to play in the backyard and um, You know, the day before, I had gone to the doctors to get my, you know, my OBG exam because I was pregnant with my daughter and um, he just was so restless, you know, and he got in trouble when he got back to the hotel and I was like, you know what, let me just, he needs a backyard. I'm going to send him to my grandmother's, his great grandmother's. You know, she raised me, you know. My life was really broken, but this is the one who spoke life into me and and taught me everything and made me who I am. Um, And I had an uncle who had some, you know, mental problems and we'd all grown up in the house. We all knew there was medicine in the house and you know, even though he has five days to his third birthday, he too knew the drill. You don't touch or drink or eat anything unless Nana said so. And, you know, unfortunately, that day brought about a lot of anxiety. And, you know, I can't even get into it, but I knew there was something wrong that whole day. Like the spirit was just like, uh uh-uh. uh. With yourself, yeah, your body. With my, felt. Yeah, my, oh. I knew something was wrong with my son. And I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I got a bad feeling. So I called. I'm like, is he okay? And she's like, yeah, he's good. He's playing. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you sure? She's like, yeah. I'm like, go check. And she's like, it's fine. Why? Well, I'm like, mm, I just got a bad feeling. And I just couldn't sleep all night, you know. Went to get him the next morning. He was in the back seat of her car, and she's like, oh, he's sleeping. I'm like, oh, that's odd. And I, you know, my life was, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I was going to get my food stamps, you know. I was on welfare. And I was going to get my food stamps, and I got out the car, and he didn't move his head to catch a breath in the, in the seat of the cushion. And something just said, get back in the car and take him to the hospital. And I was like, okay. And I was like, Nana, we need to go to the hospital. My grandma's like, no, he's fine. And, you know, we we took him to the hospital, and he wasn't fine. And everything in me said he wasn't fine. And he was very tired, and he kept saying he wanted to sleep. And I was like, no, you need to walk, and you need to stay awake. And, you know, everything in me was kind of like, well, he's not going to make it, and you're torturing him by walking him, so you should just— say everything you need to say now because this isn't going to end the way you think it's going to end. It was very clear. The instructions were very clear. They were very clear. This was not going to end the way I wanted it to end. So I told him I loved him and he told me he loved me and I let him go to sleep on my shoulder and I walked him in the hospital and, you know, I didn't come back out without him. And had the whole family come and my husband ended up coming and everybody was distraught. But I sat there, I don't know, with just like this, this knowingness that, I don't know. It was in for me anyway. I was going to kill myself when that was over. I was six months pregnant with my daughter when that happened. So I didn't really freak out too much because I thought, I'm not going to live through this. I'll just kill myself when it's over. And, you know, and by the time I had her three months later, I forgot to kill myself. I was in such a dark place. It gets a lot darker than suicide. People think suicide is the lowest. If you hang on, it gets a lot darker. Really? When I got back to suicide, I was happy. I was like, oh, thank God I'm back. It was a dark, it was a dark, dark, dark place. Did you get much support from your husband? I got no support from. Anyone. Wait, was
1: he a narcissist?
2: He was a rapist. What turned out mean? to be a rapist. Years later, it came out he, he had raped a twelve-year-old. He went to prison. Uh, he turned. I had. I had I, I buried a rapist. He, he. He was a rapist. Did he know. have any dealings with any of your children? He did. He did. He raped our youngest daughter.
1: So how? Um, I okay. So what does that look like now, your relationship as far as with your children, understanding the importance of just having a home?
2: You know, I think, well, all of those experiences shaped and molded me. Not not the one with the husband, because I take no blame for that. You know what I mean? That's his own demons. Um, but certainly giving up stuff for a man, traveling, you know, um, not keeping my own. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm so strong-minded when I see young queens doing stuff like that. Like, I, I understand... You know, partnership, but we have to be very careful because I too am taking care of women on the street who are married for many years, stay at home moms, didn't get a job because hubby said I'm gonna take care of you. He turned fifty and he cashed her in for somebody else, and she's homeless. Mm-hmm. Their story is nothing more than just depending on a man because he said I got this, but unfortunately, you got to get it too.
1: So let me ask you this: after you found out what he did to your youngest daughter. Did you walk away at that
2: moment? That didn't happen at that time with me. He wasn't with me when that happened. Okay. That that happened many years later. I kept. So actually, you allowed her to be around? Nope. Never did. What happened? I took. I never. He never even saw her. When I got pregnant with her and I found out what he did, I left the state and he never saw her. Um, a family member disagreed and thought that he had a right to see his children. What? And sent my children against my will to their dad.
1: You're a lie.
2: Oh, no. I'm telling you, all I've been through it, girl. I, got, I can write a book. You said a what? They sent my child down there. Oh. I blame myself again. I was experiencing some struggles of homelessness, and the family member said they would take my children in for me, and they did. But when they took my children, they said, you know what? They have a right to be with their dad, and I sent them to be with their dad. I'm like, you What? and before i can get him back he did what he did and the police called me and my daughter was sent back and she's bipolar to this day i can only i, I don't i
1: can't imagine no. uh that's a lot of trauma
2: oh yeah that's just bits and pieces that's not even girl that's light work right there compared to the other stuff i've been through
1: well, piece by piece, you know, yeah. can make a beautiful picture.
2: It can. But I mean, I, that's why I can understand the stories I hear in the street. You know what I mean? Like people been through some things. Everything ain't, you know, peaches and cream. Some people have suffered extreme circumstances. I know I have. And people counted me out because of that. You know, people told me I wasn't gonna rise from that. Mm. You know, people thought it was over. For, I thought it was over for me. I thought there's no way to come back from this. You know what I mean? But there's I no way said. to love again and trust again when you've married someone who done who's done something so deplorable. You know what I mean? There's no way to have another child when you when you've buried a child. You know what I mean? Like, there's no replacing. There's no replacing. People are like, but I oh, you overcame that. And you became beautiful to the street. No, 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 no. You know, I didn't, overcame what. You don't overcome a death of a child. You accept it. I accepted it. I didn't overcome it. I had to accept it, and it took me many years to accept it. And I had to accept it because if not, it was going to kill me. It was going to destroy me inside out.
1: Well, we talking about how this inside job has led to some great outside work you've been doing, yeah, right? Yeah, we got Shirley Reigns right here on Vitamin T with Dante. I'm telling you, it's a real conversation. Yeah, what a real person. Right now, um, we're talking about beauty to the streets. Mm. And those experiencing homelessness. When we come back, uh, we know that the first black woman mayor of L.A. has called a state of emergency on homelessness. But what does that really mean? Yeah, we're going to dive in. We'll be right back.
3: Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year
0: Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary, stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybrezza.com Hi, this is Vanessa Mel
2: Calloway. Oh, it's just amazing. Peace. What's up, everybody? This is Trey And you are listening to Vitamin D with Dawn Day.
1: Right before the break, you had shared... Uh, I, I don't have the appropriate words, but... Things I feel like no one would want to experience Mm -hmm. a death of a child or even learning that your child had been assaulted, Mm -hmm. especially by a father. And there was nothing you can do. And the first thing that came to my mind is like, wow. And what you describe, where was your choice? Yeah. These circumstances didn't give you an option with a choice. And when you came in, one of the first things that we discussed when you talked about beauty to the streets is you said that we want to give those who are experiencing homelessness a choice. Yeah. If you have diabetes, you should not have to eat food that's going to bring up your sugar. If you are
2: vegetarian or vegan, why should you have to eat meat? Mm-hmm. Options. Yep. Yep. And I had none. I felt like, I think that's where it started. I'm mean, not, know that's where it started. The passion comes from my son because I didn't have a choice. I had to accept that. You know, I didn't have a choice if my son died, I didn't have a choice um about a lot of things i felt in life i didn't have a choice what happened to me at 9 years old or 10 or 11 12 13 14 15 or 16 you know what i mean so i think it's so empower choices are empowering and that's why the hair and makeup it, even though people don't see those as as choices it is like what color would you like your hair like any choice is empowering even if even if it's just picking your hair color picking the length of your eyelashes that's all I could provide back in 2017 and back in those years just those things and I took a lot of criticism on social media because people are like well that's not important Well, that's not important when well, they're not going anywhere that's You're not going anywhere anyway when you take a shower and sit on the couch, but you want to get up. You have the choice to get up and, and, and feel good and look good, and, and they want that as well.
1: I mean, I can have a testament. I have been wearing hats for a bit. You know, I have my blonde locks in, mm-hmm. and you know, I went in for a touch-up, you know, <laughs> they say I got to go. <laughs> so, you know, they start dwindling. I said, Lord, so I had to put a hat on. Yeah. That didn't make me feel good, girl. Got my yeah. hair color together, baby. Yeah, Got in the salon. We're not even finished attaching or, you know, yeah. assessing them. Uh but i can't tell you that that's probably this energy that you feel and yeah. the excitement i feel i'm like Oh my gosh yes. I got my hair up In my ponytail I don't have a hat on Girl And it's interesting When individuals aren't Feeling the best Throughout the day yes. You go get your nails done egg That's you what gonna I was saying You go sit down Put your feet up I don't care if you are Drinking your tea You doing something That just make you Feel like you
2: Inherently beautiful That's why I say If you call a friend Right now and say Girl I lost my job Or my man left me She gonna say Let's go get our nails done Let's go get our hair done None of your circumstances Have changed You still don't have a job Your man still left you But it's just a little pocket of air it's just a moment that they're giving you just you know take that little break and that's what the homeless need too people are like well you're not getting them off the street well that's not what my my mission is about beating to the street is providing pockets of air Mm -hmm. getting the homeless off the street is 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 a city is a city issue that's not what i provide I'm just trying to give CPR Come on, until the real responders come. Right. No we're difference. Not the, yeah, from we're the not, paramedics and no. then the, the
1: emergency room. Exactly. Come on. Catch it. I'm not the, time. the lifesaver.
2: I'm the temporary help. I never said I was it. So when people are like, well, you should be doing this instead of this. Nope. I'm doing exactly what my calling is to go out there and provide life saving measures because I didn't have those things. I had to, you, you know how hard it is to do CPR on yourself? I had to bring myself back to life. Oh, and the death of mean? my child, from all the circumstances I've been through, I had to speak life into myself. Nobody did that. I had to find a reason and a will to keep going. And not just to keep going, but to try to not fall into a poor me situation. Not a poor me story, it's a just me story. People bury kids all the time. Right. All the time. It's a just me story, not a poor me story. But I had to get into that. I had to learn to separate myself from earthly possessions. You know, every time now I pray to God, like these are God's loans. Children's are God's loans. I Mm -hmm. had to detach from everything down here. That's why I don't care about money. I don't care about those things because I've lost a child. I've lost the most precious thing in the world. Nothing down here is yours. And I've spent enough time being selfish. And I feel like the rest of my journey here is to serve people. And I have enough information. I have enough experiences that I've gone through to make that happen. You know, don't let it be for nothing. Don't let it I be never, for nothing. I never ask God to take my pain away from bearing a child. I ask him to make it make sense.
1: Make it make Cause sense. Because I know
2: the pain ain't going to go nowhere. Don't, and so I don't have my child, but there's people on the street that don't have a mother. Or well, maybe I'll feed that child.
1: Mm-hmm. Since my
2: child not here to feed. That's what
1: I always say when I see people out, you know, experiencing
2: homelessness. I'm always
1: like, that's somebody's
2: baby. Absolutely, that was
1: somebody's
2: baby. Somebody changed that diaper. Somebody loved them. Somebody I don't care if it was mother or father. Somebody at some somebody. point in time cared enough to when that baby cried. Somebody ran to a room and picked them up. Somebody has loved that spirit, and somebody would want that spirit to be continued to yeah. be loved by somebody. And as a person who's experienced those things in the street myself. I know that a lot I get a lot of messages and DMs from people who are like, I don't know where my loved one is, but I hope that you're taking care of them because they want to know that someone else is loving on them when they can't be loved. They want to know that somebody out, somebody out there takes care of them and cares about them.
1: Okay, so I love the idea that we're acknowledging that it is somebody else's baby. Yeah. How we need to look and put eyes on people. How we need to do something. How is the city thing? So we know we have Mayor Karen Bass in office. And she has declared a state of emergency on homelessness. Mm. What are your thoughts? Absolutely none. They declare everything all the time. Okay, so let's be clear. What is a state of emergency? Um, It is a situation in which the government is empowered to be able to put through policies that it would normally not be permitted to do for the safety and protection of its citizens. Now, what will a quote-unquote state emergency look like for homelessness? Okay, Mm. let's talk about it. Um, It gives Mayor Bass some power to lift red tape around the things like building affordable housing and shelters or investing in services and resources without going through a competitive bidding process like she would under normal circumstances. So, let's just be clear because we talked about what it's going to do, what it will not do. Mm -hmm. What it will not do is that it will not bring in any additional money. So don't think because it's an emergency, all the money is coming. No, we have more power and where the money is going. And then plus, it will not grant us an influx of social workers or resources. So it's not about adding, it's more so about control and pushing what we have Mm do. Pushing what we have Half through. Dang. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? You didn't change your position or everything. How you feel? Yeah, cause you know what, I
2: mean all of that <laughs> she's on page change my position everything, BT laughing. And you know, it's it's all of that is fine and dead. I don't have a problem with anything that you just read. Right. I I'm, I'm all about the facts. If you'd have started that when there was maybe five thousand homeless in LA County, maybe you'd have got somewhere. Let's talk about the facts. The facts are these: you have seventy thousand homeless in LA County alone. Mm-hmm. You have close to eight thousand, probably more, if you do a, if a census, if everybody really takes the census. That's another thing. In a fifty-five block radius, okay. Each structure that you build in in Los Angeles, this, the stru- the, uh, the laws and the code permits two hundred and fifty people per building. You've got eight thousand people in a fifty-five block radius. If you can only house 250 per structure you build, where are you going to build enough structure to house 70,000 people? That's a small city. It's become an epidemic it's too big right now and to I, I love that you way. said that because
1: that's what you said on the front page in fact you said and i quote yeah. it's not that the new mayor is not going to do her job yes it's that she can't correct it's gone too far correct basically there are too many people in house it's a, yeah. i like what you said yes. you said hey dawn how are we going to build up these buildings correct well here's the thing why don't we use what we have so it sounds like that's what kb is doing with her inside safe program yeah. let me tell you so just as you reflected about how many people are experiencing homelessness? We said about 66, 70, Correct. So on the 20th, that's when KB had mm-hmm. launched her Inside Safe Program, which mm-hmm. what it is, is that it means that the city will use master leasing mm-hmm. to sublease hotels and motels for property owners. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So some of these hotels, motels mm-hmm. that are just empty, mm-hmm. let's use up these rooms. Mm-hmm. They will provide shelter for the unhoused while the city works to build more affordable housing. Mm-hmm. So right now, the weather is changing. It's mm-hmm. cold outside. I know what I felt coming out of the car Coming out the garage to get in the building. What about when you're sitting out there and let alone you may have holes on your your shoes. You may not have the proper coat. Now, uh, as well with the Inside Safe Program, it's a directive will be issued to fast track affordable housing and shelter applications within 60 days. We all know you might be pushed on the back burner. But again, the reason why it's a state of emergency is because now we have rules and regulations that are supposed to enforce and push through. Let's give it a moment. Hold on. It says now which this process will take usually takes six to nine months for the application. So we are going from 60 days to nine months and this program will cost under one hundred million dollars. Now, you sound like you shocked, but I'm saying this. The reason why if we got all these motels and ho- hotels open rather than having other people that may, you know, come in to rent them out. Why not use them for the city? Here's the thing. She got the budget. As a business, your main thing, your focus is on the red lining. Mm-hmm. You want to ensure that if I got this room, I got this building, I'm getting the money. If the city is offering the money, what's the problem? You say, hey, Dawn, we got all these people that on scare Row. How can we house them? Can we be honest? You're out there. How many people are actually going to make the choice to go?
2: Now, mm-hmm. out of that,
1: who's willing to
2: go? Mm-hmm. Can we start there? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of situations there, and I can see the nimbys coming out. Not in my backyard, because again, there is red tape. You, you those buildings, as soon as the homeless come there, the, the neighbors will complain. Not in my backyard. Those are residential areas still, and that is the problem. The reason but they're is- gonna have water, they're gonna have shelters to shower and to get dressed. No. The, they, listen, they're trying to get us shut down right now. Our, I won't even say where we are. Our new location where we're right now, the neighbors are complaining about where we are. People don't care. So she's going to come up against the NIMBYs, not in my backyard. What do you call them, NIMBYs? NIMBYs, not in my backyard. Oh. So oh. not in my backyard. NIMBYs. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, not in my backyard. So the NIMBYs are going to come out and say not in my backyard. And then they're going to push back. It's not that they don't have the right ideas. That has gone too far. The reason Skid Row should be their home is because it is not a residential area it is a business area here's the thing nimby will not have a problem like i was saying on your other show with the flower market in their backyard they're not going to have a problem with the with a fabric um with a fabric store in their backyard move the businesses and leave the homeless in the in the um the business district it's not residential there are no neighbors around to complain now should should businesses who, who have been there for 20 30 years be forced to move because of this well, that is the city's fault. And this is what happens when I say it's a gangrene situation. Sometimes you lose a part of the body when you don't treat it properly and treat it right away. Hmm. They should have treated this before it become a gangrene situation. 70,000 people is basically losing a leg. The city has to absorb the loss of Skid Row. And I think that budget that you're talking about should be used also to absorb the moving of some of those businesses. That leaves these Big warehouses Now we can begin To make these Structural buildings For the homeless And they most certainly Can house a lot of them
1: Well can I talk to you here I've spoken to some individuals Like I said Being on the metro Mm -hmm. I ran into this woman Sandra Jeremiah Mm -hmm. And I right outside The grocery Mm -hmm. store And I said Hey Sandra I said Why are you outside I had uh, a representative Ruth Ruth Londe de Verde Probably Mm -hmm. Londe Londe Verde She was on From this organization Called PATH If you are experiencing Homelessness Called Style. Uh, pound two one one. However, her thing was is that Sandra, who was experiencing homelessness, she said, "I ain't trying to go down to themselves shelters. Mm-hmm. They're dangerous. Mm-hmm. People are using drugs. Mm-hmm. People have become assaulted." So when you say to me, "Hey, Dawn, let's get this warehouse and house all these people in here," where's the safety in that? At least if I'm in a motel or hotel, I feel as though I got protection in my room. My kids are safe. There's a bear right here. But I hear you, and then I want to come to you at this. What about the whole notion, you know, you said your whole idea is to make sure that people feel human. Mm-hmm. I know, I understand, I see where your logic is going, saying, hey, push or make sure everybody stays and skid row, but wouldn't it be more of a human feel to have them be in the neighborhood? I get that people mm-hmm. don't, mm-hmm. but we got to help each other. When do we create the change? Because having them in a the warehouse, how do you get to see the aspiration of what it looks like to have a family or just the normal things to do, because I feel like uh, being on Skid Row, you kind of been
2: ostracized from society. Yeah, I don't mean like warehouse like bunk beds. I mean, create create tiny homes within that. Create oh, their little spaces within okay. that. Yeah, I don't mean lump them all. I thought you meant almost Yeah, <sighs> no, no, no. I'm sorry. I want them to have their own. I actually think one of the things I've also looked at as well with the city of Los Angeles is and let's talk about it. The yards and yards of empty buses that have been just sitting there, the trains that have just been sitting there. I'm from, I was born in 1967. I see all these old boxcar trains sitting there. Those can be converted into tiny homes. Those can be converted And then they can do like I, I think those can be converted Into tiny homes Do like a couple of You know like group bathrooms Within there Almost like a mobile home And it's type nothing of That we haven't
1: heard of You hear people all the time yes. Talking about they turning School buses so into a mobile there's home There's
2: tons of empty buses Out there There's tons of empty Boxcar trains I don't understand why we aren't using what we have to create individual tiny homes for for them. And by those, I say, yeah, they're going to need somewhere to put those. Okay, bring those in the skid row. But I mean, there's a lot of options. I don't I don't think her ideas are necessarily bad. I think everything looks good on paper, but not applicable. Let's not talk about forget the fact that the city actually had a lawsuit against them. Wait, for what? For for the homelessness. Remember there's somebody sued the city of Los Angeles and they had 90 days to get the homeless off the street. They had a lawsuit against them. This was the second time the city of Los Angeles was sued and told to get the homeless off the street. We knew nothing was going to happen. And people came to me. Newspapers called me. Reporters called me. The city has been sued and the homeless will be off the street in 90 days. What do you think about that? I just kept working because I don't think anything because it's not going to happen. Mm. And here we are, what, two years, three years later, and nothing happened to them. So what do you say to people that say homelessness is a choice? I say that um, choices come from traumatic places. I say that sometimes people do choose things but unconsciously. There's a subconscious choice and an unconscious choice. I see how you can see it, like they're choosing to stay here. I have people that say, well, you know, I offered them a home and they don't want to be here. They choose they're choosing the street. Um, fear is traumatizing. You know, going into a structural building, taking on responsibilities, um, living that life again, it's 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 scary. Women who have gotten divorced or a heartbreak, they don't want to love again. It's very scary going back into something that traumatized you before. So imagine losing all your structural possess, your worldly possessions, having to acclimate yourself to a life on the streets. And then here's an opportunity to get all that back. But what if it doesn't work? What if I don't succeed? What if it's just another failure? And by that, they would rather choose subconsciously, unconsciously. That life on the street than to take that chance again. And it's trauma. It's nothing more than trauma. And that's where we have to work with them. That's why I don't think building them. If you build the buildings, they still won't come. You're right. It's not because they're lazy. It's not because they don't want it. It's because they're scared.
1: And let's just be honest. This is not something new we heard. We hear people uh, have been incarcerated for years. Yeah. Get scared. outside and be like, I don't know what to do. And get locked back up. Same And like, difference. oh, I feel comfortable here. And hey, look, listen, you know, vitamin D is all about shedding the light. Because if you want to be better and you want to do better... You got to be able to see better. Yeah. Don't act like there hasn't been a time or once in your life that you didn't take an opportunity because you didn't know what was going to happen. Absolutely. It could have been that job. It, it could have been. been very well fallen in love. That part. It could have been creating this idea right in that book even
2: releasing the weight you know what you gotta do trying to have another baby trying to conceive again after the loss of a baby don't nobody want a disappointment so you would rather not get married again than to get married again you would rather be childless and know try to have a baby again and and have a miscarriage you would rather sleep on the street are you choosing not to have a child no your trauma is stopping you are you choosing to stay at that job with no money no you just don't know your worth of no value so you're still sitting at that underpaid job you're not choosing that you just don't know you have options and the options you have are kind of scary And if Because if they, this is what I got And what if I take this chance On getting a higher paying job And it don't work out I'll just stay where I'm at I'll just stay where I'm at And accept the money I get Because this is such a chance Same thing with them Same difference with them I've seen them get right to the door With the key And do something stupid I'm like oh my god Well how can we get unstuck How do we get and remove ourselves From these situations Oh god girl And that's a bigger question You know and I'm not I'm going to be real with you I'm still working through my own trauma I'm, st- I'm still trying to work on my own path of enlightenment, but I feel like I don't know how to get, sometimes when you've gotten so far underwater, it's too dangerous to come up all the way because you you get these bubbles in your body. So lower, but slowly by slowly, someone is sharing that little, that little air pump with you and slowly bringing you to the top. Now you can look up, it's a long way. I've never tried to get to the top. What I'm trying to do is create bu- um, pockets of air under the water where the people are. You know what I'm saying yeah. I don't really know if it's important to get to the top. I don't know if we'll ever get healed enough to get to the top. But you can survive off of pockets of air. You can, and I think sometimes acceptance is key. And this is this is such a uh, gosh, this is, a girl. This is such a messed up situation in, 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 in with homelessness. And I think where I come from, where the place I'm moving from is. Just kind of working from where they're at Moving, and, operating just, from, and just yeah. operating from where they're at, accepting that this is what it looks like for right now. What can I do today? I can feed you today. I can love you today. I can do your hair and stuff today. And we'll work on tomorrow, tomorrow.
1: And everybody, you know, oftentimes miss the importance of a, a right now. Yes. And we understand right now is where we find our peace of mind. And if they say that without a vision, the people will perish. What do you see? Yeah. Well, beauty to the streets is allowing people to see themselves yeah. right here, right now, exceedingly and abundantly. We
2: are my God, we are trying. We are trying. And oh. we've been doing it for a couple of years now. and It seems to be going well so far. So good. <laughs> oh,
1: I didn't get a chance. Uh, my time is really running out. I really need to be heading out because housekeeping needs to be here. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure the people are wondering. Who is Big T? <laughs> Why is he always pulling <sighs> up? Mm. Who Who is this man? Big T. Who
2: is, first, who is it? Big T is my... Say hi to the people. Come on, I get Say it. hi, Big T. Come, Come on, Big, Big T. T. Just introduce say- yourself. You tell them who you are.
3: Y'all yeah, know I'm uh, Miss Shirley's personal protection agent. her my security. Big T. Y'all see me on TikTok, Instagram, and all of that.
2: He's my personal security. You know, ever since the incident with Scarrow and stuff, and... Me just being, you know, a little known these days. I have to move a little differently. And, and you know, I'm working. I'm working at Big T. Is that with me at 3 o'clock in the, in the, huh? How did y'all meet? Oh, well, you know, um, Gosh, Big T. I, you know, we brought security in at, at Skid Row. We brought in a group of security guards.
1: You up here blushing as Yeah. <laughs>
2: and, you know, and I, I'm going to keep it real with you. You know, I didn't have a security guard of color. And I'm like, hey, y'all, I got to have a security guard of color down there. Like, I got to have this balance, this dynamic. You know, I need me a brother down here because we need to have every representation down here. And Big T came along and, you know, he's been with me. And when the incident happened in Skid Row, he, you know, he was with the likes of the rappers. And he came on over to the the humble um, nonprofit side and, um. You know, he, he's he's he. You know, he's he's a man. He gets me, see, so right. drives me home, and makes sure he opens doors and gets me to my elevator, and and yeah, and I, I'm working at two and three in the morning, and he's there with me four and five because I I work, and he's at the warehouse with me, watching my back while I'm loading in the dark, and watching my back while we feed in the dark. Him amongst the others. So,
1: B T, what what does this work mean to you?
3: Uh, honestly, it means a lot to be able to see the things that she do and the impact that it has. It. Kind of makes me look at the situation, and like she said, I, I've done security with a lot of like different type of celebrities, as far as like uh, rappers and stuff like that. So to be on this side of the industry, it's like it's a it's a different view, and to see the the things that she do to, for the community is like very awesome. So it's it's, it's great work.
1: Dang, your he team blushing. be vouching. I know. He blushing. Turn it off. He blushing. Look at Vixen. You got my uh, security uh,
2: blushing. Security. I said, who Sicarity. is this old chocolate? Some coming up I need here. Tiny chocolatey cute. He cute. I know.
1: Salt pepper he, ketchup. Pick it up. <laughs> yes. Pick it up. What we gonna pick up now is that if you would like to check out the one and only Shirley Reigns, who's bringing beauty to the streets. How can they find you? You
2: can go to our Instagram, our socials, beauty, the number two, the streets with a Z on the end, on Instagram and TikTok, Facebook, beauty Two streets on TikTok, I mean on Twitter, and um our uh, website, beauty to the And we go live when we do our workout in the community. So we're either live on TikTok or Insta, so you can always follow along.
1: And what's the best way about it? Somebody's like, oh my gosh, I just heard this. I need to make a donation right now. Where do they send it?
2: Where do they call? Click the link in our bio. The safest way to make a donation is always to click a link in the bio and go through the um, the, the don- donation links we have, our Cash App, our Vim, our PayPal. There's a lot of people out there acting like they're us these holiday seasons. So make sure you go through our website or any of our um, ca- our um, socials. Click the link in the bio. We have an Amazon wish list. You can purchase items for the homeless. You can become a monthly supporter, Patreon, because we are a nonprofit, five hundred one c three, or you can just make a financial contribution. And we have a mailing address as well, where people buy gifts for some of the people they see on our lives. What is it? Um, beauty. Uh, our mailing address. It's fifty fifty East Second Street, number one four seven nine five, Long Beach, California nine zero eight zero three. And if they want to email y'all, beauty to the street at gmail. Dot com. Okay, you got it.
1: And just in case if you want to call, let me can I give the number? You make it Okay,
2: them. 562-285-7254. Yes. Knock knock. Who has that that the dough? Is it you? Yes. Please, please call. Please donate. Please um come shout out Big T and you know, and, and me and, and you know. <laughs> donate and hey so we're gonna be traveling too can we just throw this plug uh, in yeah I was hoping you would tell me some upcoming events okay or so anything. a couple of events me and Big T are gonna be going to San Francisco on January the 6th to feed with the city eats and we're gonna be um, partnering with um, Sam's Club they're gonna be helping us sponsor the food out there we've been working with Sam's Club so that's amazing yeah yes and then um, me and Big T are he's he's gonna be traveling with me my birthday is December 29th yes and so we're traveling for my birthday because he's gonna escort me everywhere, and I am. Where y'all going? I can't tell you it's a surprise. Oh my! I but what I can you tell you is, no, it's not oh my, okay, that kind of surprise. Okay. But I'm going to go hand out makeup bags to a very deserving group of homeless women in Aww. a different city um, for my birthday. They asked for. We visited cities before. They asked for makeup. I didn't have it, so we're gonna drive. He's gonna drive me down this time, so I can take the makeup with me versus flying. And um, God bless you. Thank you, and we're gonna um yeah we're gonna go do makeup bags.
1: Beauty them. to the streets is going on a nationwide tour. Yes, and it may be at a city near you. It may be so you might want to go onto social media yeah. and check out at yeah. Beauty Number Two the Street. Yeah, you better catch it while it's hot. Please, this
2: is for me to catch up. Hey, pick it up, <laughs> pick it up. <laughs> what does this conversation mean to you? This is the first time you came to Vitamin D. What is what was this like? You know what? Well, one, your energy is amazing. And it it feels good to have. You know what I like? A real platform where you can really, really talk. You have great energy. Thank you. And it means a lot to be able to to have a place to express what we're doing. And black women uplifting black women. Let's just talk about that. It's not enough queens straightening crowns. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you had me on the one show and then thought enough to, well, told me that and the same day sent the DM. A lot of people say, I'm going to have you back. But people aren't always people of the word. Mm. You said you was going to have me back. And that very day I got in, there was a DM saying, can you set this time? And actually, I couldn't. I was doing something for the homeless. So you adjusted it to this day to allow me to come in this day. so Because um, I'm going to make room for you, amazing. You absolutely did. And I said, I'm doing something with the homeless this day. And they said, okay, well, let's, well, let's switch it to this day. I'm like, okay, Big T, we going this day. And Boy, here we are. Here they are. Yeah. Big T, Shirley Reigns, and me. <laughs> vitamin D. Salt, pepper, ketchup, pick it up. Yes. <laughs> pick it up, bitch. Salt, pepper, ketchup, pack it
1: up. All right. <laughs> and while you picking this up, Um, maybe you want to be on the show. Or perhaps you have an idea for a topic. I want to make sure that you go ahead And shoot an email Vitamin D At Also this is an opportunity Do you need some advice On your love Your relationships Your life Your career I don't know Whatever it is Maybe you want to hear from me Now let's just be clear When we talk about vitamin D It's on the good and the bad Why? Because if you want to be better And you want to do better You got to be able to see better So that means I'm going to keep it real with you I'm gonna keep it G with you, okay? So shoot over that and we'll talk. And then also, while you're at it, tell somebody to tell somebody else that they got a podcast. It's called Vitamin D with Doing Day. And guess what? We out here inspiring and changing lives. And if you still listening, that means you got something from too, right? So go ahead and spread the wealth. And go ahead and leave the comment too. The stars on there. Go ahead. Boom hit it, and it's done. <laughs> and follow us on the go at Vitamin D Dawn Day. We're everywhere on social media. Okay? Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, fan base, Twitter. We outside. And then, of course, like Shirley was saying, if you want to catch me Monday through Friday, because I believe in speaking dreams into an existence, and because I'm living out my dreams, you better catch me Monday through Friday on KJLH. Y'all, yep, 102.3 KJLH, <laughs> right here in Los Angeles, California. And if you're not here, download the free mobile app. Don't play with me. Google Store, Apple Store. <laughs> I'm outside, okay? 430 to 6, okay? Um... It's time to go. I got to get out the doubt. Uh, So follow me at Dawn Day Speaks. That's Dawn D-A-I Speaks on all social media. So you can get a pic of me, baby. Mm -hmm. Or I got to go. You know I always say, I'm in the business of making dreams come true. And I damn sure ain't going to forget about mine. So until next time, always remember, you are your greatest asset. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited.
0: Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro, the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious hand washing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you.